Welcome to another episode of Open World Chat. I am your host, Jim Dandino, and we are joined by uh, our mountainous friend, John Odom. John, report howdy, in. Howdy. Report in I, from the wild. I am speaking to you from my car pulled over off a, a fairly obscure highway in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. So, uh, warning in advance, if you hear a cop come tap on my window, <laughs> we'll try to bring him into the conversation, but I'm not sanguine about the, uh, the success of that. John may live free or die. We'll see. Uh-huh. Uh, and we are joined tonight by uh, Ryan Higgins. Ryan is the owner of Comics Conspiracy in Sunnyvale, California. He's also the co-host of the Comics Conspiracy podcast and the Geek Box geek box podcast uh am i missing anything ryan that's it that's it cool. say and geek ryan, box podcast 10 times real fast. <laughs> i refuse uh ryan is also an old malar world head uh ryan and yeah. I first met 20 years ago on mark I, malar's message board i've been trying to do the math of of the warren ellis forum the wild storm forum middle yep. world like yeah it is uh it was a long time ago <laughs> I, I was i, I was I, I was second wave, but I was the first Miller World diaspora. So, uh, and Ryan, Ryan was part of our exodus at the time. Anyway, <laughs> oh, we're here. Old, old internet drama. <laughs> Seriously, back when the back when the cat fancy board raids used to happen. Um, <laughs> Ryan is joining us today because Ryan is one of the biggest Sandman fans that I know, and I have been just shrieking about this show to everyone I could possibly find. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ryan was the logical choice to bring on to talk about how absolutely unbelievably amazing the Sandman Netflix television series has been. Ryan, where are you at on it? So I am going against the wishes of Neil Gaiman and Netflix, and I am doing something shocking uh, called watching one episode a week, the way television used to be in the olden days where you would like, you know, you'd have like commercials and like you'd get up and get a drink and have to come back, you know, like the old, old timey television style. I am, I'm only five in. That's fine. I don't care about spoilers. I know the books. Uh, I go crazy. Like, I mean, people are already doing podcasts where every episode is like, you know, five podcasts worth to talk about. So uh, uh, spoil yes. anything, spoil everything. I don't care. I have I have chosen this insanity for myself. Uh, I, I, I've been waiting 35 years. I'm just I'm OK. Just, you know, drawing this out as long as possible. Well, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're aware that it's going to get seriously spoiled. Because- yeah. That's fine. It doesn't That's fine. always cleave as closely to the books as you might think. Well, on the being on the West Coast, I have woken up and had a friend on the East Coast message me when like, oh, I like Deadpool season th- or uh, Daredevil season three came out. And they're like, I watched the entire thing last night. And I'm like, I, I, I don't I can't do that. I don't live that yeah. life. I, I never have. I'll watch it when I watch it. But with Sandman, I specifically told myself, I know Netflix's model. I know what they want. And I'm assuming the show is going to get picked up. I'm not too concerned about it, but I still, I I was like, you should be, you should uh, be. I don't know. Well, we we can talk about that. We can talk about the (laughs) massive dysfunction. That is the uh, collapsing Warner media empire um, later in the show. But I want to talk about the spoilers piece for a second, because on a, with a show like this, I feel like spoilers are less of a problem, at least when you're talking to people you know have read the books, 
because it is they there have been changes but generally speaking at least on a thematic level this is an unbelievably faithful adaptation of Gaiman's comic book vision yeah there's nothing in it uh where i've been like whoa that's so out of character for the book and that you know th- that really changes things not little little tweaks but nothing's been nothing has made me like question the decision you know gaiman's said like uh, what's his what's his quote like 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 the like the corpses of like hundreds of bad Sandman uh, films and TV shows lay at my feet. I've, I've, I've killed them one by one or something like that, where he's just sort of like, you know, I, I'm not going to let someone radically alter the book. I, I want to do this, you know, updates and, you know, th- things that make more sense in a TV version. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and uh, it's, I, the most shocking thing I think in these first few handful of uh, first few handful of episodes I've seen is what they've taken from like Sam and Overture, which was a, the last book ever released. Was that the twentieth anniversary? Twenty think so, yeah. Two fifth anniversary, something like that. Yeah. Um, that he that he did it with artist J H Williams, and kind of put that stuff at the beginning of the show when they introduced Corinthian and. Um, I think that's where Jessamy, the other Raven, is from. Because yep. like the Raven, like Matthew doesn't show up till what the like the second or third book. Like he's not in those early episodes. So it, it's a it's a pretty interesting change, but it, it, it tonally everything fits and nothing is so different, at least so far that I've seen. You know, I'm gonna agree with you, but also pedantically disagree with you in that we, you know, in, in the first few where we have the original story. Um, that feels much less like the original story's vibe and more like what came later. I mean, back at the beginning, you had, you know, Dream was sort of ghoulish and we've, uh, you know, it was more explicitly horror rather than mm-hmm. just weird. And, you know, I think he reflected that. And what we get this time is much more the the Sandman of, of much later, sort of tossed back into that original setting so that right there i think is a little bit different you know that sort of i'm not going to describe him as, as as handsome in the books but somehow a little more appealing attractive and not like i say looking kind of ghoulish there well I've, I've had a long um you know i've been selling sandman comics in my shop for forever and i always have the same pitch to customers to read the first two books now which would be basically the one uh, oversized, you know, they've, they've reissued them like four issue or four volume bigger books recently. You can still get the original 10 volumes, but they have some newer editions that they've released. Um, I've always recommended people read the first two because that first volume is pretty different, both tonally and how it connects to the DC universe. And yeah, it's way more of a horror uh, 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 title than what comes, although there's some of that later. So dream, I feel is different, but that was, you know, I, I'm lucky. I, I, the, the episode I wanted to see more than anything else was, uh, uh, 24, the 24, seven, the, the diner episode. And that's the last one I just watched. Yeah. Um, because I felt like if any of the episodes were going to go full horror and really stick closer to the book than I thought, you know, I wasn't sure how close they were going to stick. That episode really did to me. Again, it is different, and I don't think it goes as far as the book goes. The book goes 
I think, way further. Um, kind of like the boys. The the the, uh, the boys comic is way more violent than the than the show. As, as outrageous as the show is, I found like the comic for Sandman. They actually kind of toned it back a little bit for the for the Netflix show uh, well, for that episode. But the boys comic is way more mean spirited than the show that's, too. And I think that's, that's why that's where yeah. the show succeeds. That in where where the show succeeds that the comic doesn't yeah. is that there's yeah. a lot more heart in it. Um, Twenty four seven got that was a it was still a messed up episode oh oh it was oh, it was yeah and, and that's and, what I, I think that's although sandman doesn't feel quite as like johnson ghoulish or horror that episode still to me encapsulated what the best of that uh uh issue did again i think it's tough to adapt that 100 percent accurately it is pretty pretty screwed up um so i i understand maybe wanted to pull back a little bit uh but it's still got i think to the heart of it but yeah i think he they play him a little different like they like he is later but the yeah the, the overall tone the, the overall tone of the comic doesn't really go back to that horror element that those first issues had and that's why i always tell people if you like the first volume keep reading because the second volume is more like the rest of the series if you like the second volume, then you're good to go. You know, obviously the serial killer convention and all the stuff with um with the Corinthian, you know, is is you know more horror, but it gets way more into the fantasy elements than you know, more of the dreaming stuff. So uh yeah, I, I think they did a good job of still still getting enough of the original spirit of the comic in there, even if it is, yeah. Well, you want to talk different. about uh about things that uh translate maybe a little differently uh want at some point to get to our spoilers for you for episode 11 but we'll we'll hold <laughs> yeah, yeah, that off fine. where i could not believe the story that they picked to uh put on screen i saw it my jaw dropped but anyway anyway we'll save that that's jumping one? ahead few episodes what's that the cat one no calliope the, the writer holy crap calliope man yeah. They put Calliope on the screen. They did. And, I guess uh, we're there now. We're in the spoilers. So there no, you go. I mean, let's go for it. Because there so I I I haven't I watched all 10 in like three days because I was trying to write a, a review of the series for or the, the season um and get it done and ready for launch day. Um and so I, and then I came back like a month and a half later when they dropped the Calliope episode uh, mm. and the, the cats in the Calliope episode. And it was still, it still had me. It still had its hooks in my brain. Um, but I'm also, I'm like eight years removed from my last Sandman reread. Mm-hmm. So I'm finding myself some of it and the Calliope episode, especially I've like, I wanted to go back and check out the comics uh, to see what they, where they deviated. And it felt like they, like 24 seven, they did not go as hard into the sexual horror aspect of it. Well, Calliope is a rape story. Right. First and not first and foremost. Absolutely. It is a rape story. There were allusions to rape in it, but the tone of it, the feel of, of the character of Calliope was very different. They, they sort of turned what was a rape story into more of a feminist story aiming at feminists and it 
sort of works. It works until they try to hit you over the head with it at the end. It's like we got the message. We understand. It's actually pretty clear. And uh, then to sort of wrap it up in an epilogue like that, uh, I think was a little insulting to the to the viewers. You know, we got the message. There was, well, you know what I mean, right? But yeah. no, the tone of it, the feel of it was, was I thought was very made for TV. And for the most part, I think it worked. But mm, there I, were some tricky ones. I, see, I they they went for it a lot. And and I think that a lot of it, I think that it was really, really just resoundingly successful from start to finish. Right. I I appreciated the added depth to the Corinthian. Um I really, the Florida stuff was incredible. There was, it felt like somehow a, a, a sh- comic book about dreaming and a comic book about people's dream worlds. The show got at their interiority better than the comics did somehow. Um, and I felt like uh, episode six, where whenever you're scheduled to watch it, that's the death episode. Um that's where it really comes through. There's a moment at the very beginning of six where death and dream are talking to each other on a park bench and he's furious with her. And he says out loud, why didn't you come help me? And I don't remember that. Was that in the comics? I, oh, I don't remember. I feel like it, if it was, it took them, it took him a long time to get there to saying that out loud. And it was, it felt, like they they like Gaiman figured out how to characterize dr- dream a little bit more effectively and make him a little bit more sympathetic to the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, and with the comic too, you know, uh, I'm sure he had ideas of what he wanted to do, but right there, he he basically said like, look, we thought it was going to be canceled off of the first arc. We had no idea anyone was going to read this. So how much he really fleshed the stuff out at the time, you know. George Lucas is like, oh, yeah, I got nine movies planned from day one. No, you didn't. Yeah. You, you had Star Wars, and then you kind of figured everything else later. You know, I'm not saying Gaiman's quite on that same level, but, you know, obviously things are going to be different when you go back to something 30, 35 years later, be like, all right, how can I make this flow a little bit better? And, you know, comics right. and TV shows don't, you know, there's it, not necessarily a one-to-one comparison. So, you know, I, I appreciate updates and changes I mean, it might be interesting if we had a, uh, well, the audiobooks I think are incredible because they are, uh, uh, audio drama, I guess is the, the way to put it. Cause they are incredibly accurate, like almost word for word. Um, I think they moved like an issue or two around, but they're dead on to the comics. So, uh, if you haven't listened to the Sandman audio dramas, they are amazing, but incredibly accurate to the comic where, where the show does feel like it's making little changes, but, Again, nothing has been so dramatic for me, but yeah, things like Calliope, again, it, not that it was necessarily appropriate in the 80s or early 90s either, but sensitivity for that type of stuff has become much more prominent. So I, I, it makes sense to the, maybe the, 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 the story can still have a similar effect, but you know, you, you don't have to maybe you don't tone have a few to things. Actually, yeah. Yeah. He is quite as explicit as the comic yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. And adding almost a sort of lost romance element to it was uh was interesting because that 
with her and dream that was always there she was uh she's the mother of orpheus right but it wasn't it wasn't um presented that way as i recall and i need to look at it it wasn't uh like there's this lost love between them somehow there was so i feel like that i feel like that moment and um when he's walking into hell and sees his ex i feel like those are the, the only two times where you really get the sense that there's supposed to be a season two yeah well that was what uh uh i'm completely blanking on her name what's her name um i don't remember ah I'm uh, terrible. I'm terrible with character names. I I I'll, look, I'll look it up while we're talking. Um, yeah, I, I I thought they might just skip that scene only because if you don't go back to it ever, then you're like, well, what was the point of this? All right. I, I mean, this shows him and is, you know, it, it, that's the first time we see Dream in another form. So through her eyes. Uh, so it's, I think that's a good scene to have, but it also that it, that plays off through the rest of the sh- well, but what should be in theory through like basically the rest of the show. So yeah. I liked their seeding the things to come and they kept it like they did in the comic. But yeah, if this is all we get, it is like, well, I guess <laughs> what do you do? You know, what's the point here? But right. Well, I'm not, I, I, I'm going to be furious if we don't get a second season, but I'm going to be like, this is one of those, like let it burn. Right. Because I want it to be, I, I desperately want a second season, but the first season was so good that mm-hmm. even if this is all we get, I'm going to be very happy. That's how I felt about American gods, honestly, which is I, I, ironic because Gaiman did not like the first uh, season. And, and then he took more creative control in the second season and it got dull. I, I tried. I could not make it through American gods. I, I watched the first couple episodes and yeah, just, did not work for me. Um, I don't have the connection to do it that I do as, as Sam or some of the other shows, but yeah, I don't know. So that show just, yeah, wasn't, oh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Didn't I don't know. Perfect. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to really give it another shot, but it's over. Right. I mean, no one the go to is there. Yeah. It, it collapsed in a, um, place of glory too. Yeah, didn't it? it was a really ugly end to the show. And it took like a couple scenes. of years for that second season, I think. So yeah, I, yeah, it felt like that just, yeah, never had a, I don't know, yeah. never really had a proper chance. Yeah. Um, what do we think? So what do we think are the best decisions so far or that, that we've seen from the show? I'm going to say casting, honestly. I mean, that's not what you were looking for. But you think about the episode with, um, you know, the episode with death. Uh, I think the reason why it was really better I, you know you can say in a sense and this is a crude comparison that in the translation the the images the art is not there but is in a sense replaced by the acting and mm-hmm. a lot of, of how you're going to compare the two media m- you know manifesting the same story is going to depend on those two things and i think the the casting and the acting in that episode were so good that it sort of transcended it over the comics I, comic yep. i agree with you on that uh yeah that was that episode was one of the i think three times i cried during the season um that, and i agree with you on the casting 100 percent desire was tremendous yeah um death was magnetic death was perfect unbelievably perfect yeah um and even sturridge as dream is 
pretty spot on. He's a little bit more, uh, less taciturn than the dream of the comics. And you get like that, that interiority that I was talking about, you get more of, you get more of dream, um, through the little movements and through the little eye movements, little eyebrow stuff, you know, the, the way he changes his pout. Um, it's really good. It's really good. Ryan. Uh, for me so far, uh, David Doulis is one of the greatest actors of all time. Uh, he is incredible. Uh, Fargo, uh, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Uh, and, and he was so good in that. And it's funny. I didn't even, like, I just completely did not make the connection when I saw that they cast, cast him as uh, Dr. Destiny, John D. Right. Just, right. Um, and boy, I, when I figured it out, I was like, oh, wait, oh, wait, yeah. that's, that's David Thewlis. Oh, my God, that is perfect. Again, different from the comic, but what a good actor. Creepy as hell. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I, he did such a good job. He is he's one of the most terrifying people in the world. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's a very nice guy, but as an actor, uh, he gets some of the creepiest roles that I've ever seen. Um and yeah, he was, he was so good. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you both the question, uh, uh, see what you think. My concern watching this, uh, I have a couple concerns about the series, but the biggest one is that we are developing dream too quickly as a character. Character development is happening quickly. And if we get into more seasons, we're going to go beyond any kind of character development that we've seen in the comics pretty quickly. Uh, do they need to put the brakes on that a little bit? I mean, he's a much softer, more understanding guy uh, at the end of the series than at the beginning. And, you know, they make a point to tell us that, but how far can we keep going with that? And if we stop and put the brakes on it after we've had, you know, a, a momentum doing this, is it going to stall out the series and create problems? I mean, I don't think so. I'm really hoping they keep up the one-off episodes and the, the specials just because I think those are nice breaks in the comic. Um, it gives you more backstory. And if I, I don't, I don't see them changing so dramatically going forward. You know, he may be less, well, maybe less cruel, but I still feel like, you know, I, I had a friend who, who was like, I don't, I don't like dream. He, he never read the comics. Right. And he said, when he was watching the first couple episodes. He's like, I don't really like him. And, and my response is, you're not really supposed to, she was kind of a dickhead. And, and that's becomes a major in the comics. That's a kind of a major point is that he's, you know, he, he maybe doesn't quite learn the lessons that he should be. Um, yeah, nothing in the show so far has made me feel like that's so off course. Um, yeah. Not maybe they've course, to toned it down a little bit. But. On course too quickly, I think, is, is my mm -hmm. concern. I, I have an in-story reason to not be worried about it and, an, and a real-world reason not to be worried about it. And the in-story reason is they can, they can drag their feet pretty easily right like it's it's not difficult to slow it down it'll look stupid if they try and reverse anything that they've done or if they try and make him 
revert to an earlier version of the character just for the sake of having him be a dick in the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but they can they they don't have to keep going quickly, and he's still got a long ways to go before he's the guy who kind of effectively walks away from the dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, real world reason, who the hell knows if Netflix is even going to be around in five years, right? Like, <laughs> like oh, go as fast as you need to. Get me this. Get me as much of the story as you can. It's going to have a long, slow death. It'll be around a while yet. Why? Uh, well, I. Streaming blockbuster. Yeah. Six months ago, I was like, nah, if Netflix cancels, it'll just be on HBO Max. I'm not so sure now what, uh, how that's going to work. So maybe, maybe Amazon will just pick it up because Amazon doesn't care. It doesn't matter how much money anything costs. Well, of uh, course, the big problem is Warner. Is yeah, Warner yeah. going to keep wanting to produce this? What the hell yeah. is up? Oh, if, if, if someone's paying them, apparently, sure, they're just going to license out everything. They're going to they're gonna make anything themselves. You know, if, if, if you're getting rid of that, that Batman animated series, to me, that just means you have you're not going to do anything on your own platform. Uh, you know, sure, they'll, they'll keep around uh, Lord, uh, Game of Thrones, right? And that's it. So, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's- uh, who uh, somebody on Twitter was talking about Amazon just just scooping up DC altogether? But yeah, Amazon just buys Warner Discovery. Like, why not? Yeah, like, right, nothing matters right well. anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. But I still I, I don't like. I know we've had this conversation or have had this conversation in the past. They've got to see something in this future of the streaming business that nobody else is admitting to. And they're just being more ham-fisted about it. Um, I'm not confident that we are going to be consuming media in the same way in five years. And I really like this show. So just get me as much of it as you can. <laughs> we, we had a pretty big discussion on, this, on a recent episode of the Comic Conspiracy podcast where, you know, we kind of said, the sa- or at least I kind of said the same thing that, you know, every show ever made for $7.99 a month, and every movie ever made just is not feasible with no advertisements. I mean, I think it'll be sure it'll be 20 bucks a month with advertisements on everything. And you, it's just like you're watching television now. Cause mm-hmm. I just don't see, you know, even at hundreds of millions of subscribers, that's not enough money. Um, you know, streaming service, you know, Netflix, sure. It could survive. It's 50 bucks a month, but then who's paying for it. Right. So, right. Why, yeah, why am I, I not paying for cable anymore? If this, if all I'm getting is cable. So I do pay for cable. I, I, you know, I'm still the one, right? And but I get all the net. I basically get all the streaming services at no additional charge, except for you know, like Disney and, and Netflix, right? Because it's all, it's like HBO, Showtime, AMC, like all the Paramount, all that stuff comes through my cable service. So it's wait, like, do you have to watch? Do you watch the commercials if you're watching HBO nope. through your cable? I mean, well, so like, yeah, 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 if you're watching on cable, like if I record them, because I have like, I still have like TiVo and all that stuff. I, you know, I record all the CW <laughs> all right. shows. Yeah, no, I'm old school, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, uh, but no, but if we will log on HBO Max or, or, or Showtime, you know, we still watch, you know, Game of Thrones. We watch the, you know, HBO Max because it's yeah. on three hours earlier than it would air on on TV here. So oh, nice. on the West Coast. So yeah, yeah there's plenty of that where we can you know there's no ads on any of that stuff but we're still paying through the cable service so yeah i don't know what they're i put on fellowship i don't i have hulu live which i think i'm writing off um at the end of the year for business purposes um (laughs) and i have we're paying for hbo max and i went to put on fellowship the other night and i got to the first 
commercial break they put in on HBO Max, and I decided to cancel HBO right there. They have a commercial like on the movie? There are commercials inside the movie. Really? Yeah. And do you have like a normal HBO Max account? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I haven't experienced that. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to try it again, but it has caused me to it. not. I, 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 as soon as this season of the Dragon Show is done, and I don't, I won't get in trouble for canceling it. Uh, I am shutting that down and turning Paramount Plus back on. Honestly, back on. Yeah, How did you I, lose I turned, it? I turned it off after Picard was after um, uh, Strange New Worlds. Worlds. But yeah, you're going to bring it back, right? You're not bailing on Strange New Worlds. Okay. No, All right. no, no. I'm just turning. I'm trying to balance the streaming services that I purchase. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to leave it on if I'm not using it actively. There right. is an ad. Uh, there is an ad supported version of HBO Max. I, for some reason. Yeah. So the cable version, there's no ads because <gasps> I, I guess right. because I have HBO through cable, it's part of the package. So well, uh, I, I guess have I have no the, idea there was an ad version. I, I don't. Yeah, I completely I've completely forgot. The Netflix ad version is coming like like soon, isn't it? Like this week or next week or something crazy. It's is really it? soon. I'm just going to so. get the, I'm just going to end up with cable again. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, right. This is, I think this is what's going to have to happen because advertisement, look at the internet doesn't exist without ads. Right. Uh, Chrome apparently is killing the function within Chrome that allows the ad blocking apps to block ads starting in January 1st. So Ooh. goodbye ad block and, and welcome every, back Firefox. Yeah. Well, that Firefox is like <laughs> the one last one that's still, uh, still yeah. allowing it. Um, so yeah. Uh, this this glorious like 10 15 years of of getting rid of advertisements we we are living in a golden age that we're never going to see again because it's it's the only way things work it, the, the model doesn't work the other way i really don't think it does i think and that's the streaming services are finding that out right and everybody's just going to end up with shitty old cable again <laughs> see cuz i'm again i'm the person they want my motto is just subscribe and never unsubscribe i just it's a pain in the ass i just subscribe to the services they just go and i just don't worry about it and they're there when i want to watch them i mean i have a friend who's like 30-day trial from here free trial from here subscribe for the one show binge everything cancel you know i mean i have a lot of friends that do this and i get it yeah. but i'm just like the ha- i'm the sucker i'm the sucker this just mm. subscribe and you may you get your money whether i've turned your thing on or not um but it, yeah, when when there's so many services out there, I just don't see how it's possible for most people to do that. Well, the solution is to nationalize all of them. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Good luck. Government takeover of Netflix. There you go. Ooh, I'm calling Bernie's office tomorrow. <laughs> they, they will burn the country down before that happens. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. It's already on fire. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, but doesn't You're literally help. on fire right now. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it, it has gone down to 99 degrees here in California. So at, at 6.30 at night. So, yeah. Really? Open the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cooling off. <laughs> it's gorgeous um all right so uh, way off what's track the, here. What, yeah way off track what's the worst decision you saw hmm. i mean i mean not just green lighting four seasons up right off the bat <laughs> that, that, that's the That'll biggest count. concern yeah um i mean i, I nothing yet i, I there's been nothing there's been uh, joanna constantine make the show tomorrow 
Jenna Coleman, yeah. just do it. Yeah. Right. Every change has been amazing. Um, you know, I, 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 it's an old Alan Moore quote. I'll, 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 I'll kind of mess up here. I think it was Alan Moore. He's like, you know, I don't care what they do to my projects. The books are still there. Nothing's that, you know, you haven't lost anything. I don't care. I don't care about the shows or movies. The, 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 my, my original stories are still around. Um, I, I feel like that's, you know, the bigger concern to me is if DC and Warner years ago had just said, ah, screw Neil Gaiman. Sure. We're going to make this shitty action movie. <laughs> like that's, that would have been horrible. Right. So, mm-hmm. I mean, but with how much he has to do with the show, any change wouldn't happen if he didn't like it, if he didn't approve it. And so in that case, I'm fine with it. Uh, it's, it's, I, I can't imagine he was pressured into doing something that, that if Gaiman really wanted to, he would just put, all right, well, then that's it. I, I no, this is where I am. There's been nothing in it so far that I've felt, I, I felt mad about, you know, and, and, and you know, like I'm, Jim, you obviously are very familiar with Twitter and all the trolls and oh, Gaiman has been, I, that dude's on attack 24 seven. It's, it's, it's incredible. Most people, oh. especially celebrities, are just like, I stay out of it. I don't get involved. People can fight the culture wars. I'm just going to kind of make my thing. He is like incredibly active in just every troll, every, every, oh, every yeah. crap that someone brings up. Whether you like the changes or not, you know, most of these people are just, yeah, it's garbage. I can, so- get, I can get missing the politics of the original Star Trek series, right? Mm-hmm. I can understand how people might be, the, the way that someone might be dense enough to miss the political message or the way that people might be ahistorical enough to have missed the political message in the original Star Trek series, right? I do not understand the people who didn't see the politics in the Sandman comics. And I don't think these people are real. I don't think that these no. are good faith arguments that are being no. made, but just off, off the, on the off chance that some of these people are actually trying to make good faith arguments about like changing Sandman to be more woke. What <laughs> the fuck were you reading? Nobody, nobody that had those thoughts would have read the book anyway when it came out. You know, right. I started right. with issue, I think 50 was my first issue. So I was, you know, I started reading comics in like 1990 and I was, you know, I was a teenager. It's all superhero stuff. So a couple, you know, a couple of years in, I started to kind of get like, eh, eh, superhero stuff is a little boring. Let's see what's out there. And it was heavy metal and Sandman and Sin City and, uh, you know, uh, like all the independent stuff and, and Vertigo and Invisibles, right? And, you know, Invisibles through, like, you know, uh, through uh, Animal Man and Invisibles kind of got me back into, like, Justice League, which got me back into DC, you know? So, I, it was yeah. a wild time back then. Uh, the guy that wrote Invisibles is writing Justice League? What? Um, so, uh I just none of these people have read, ever read the book. It, it, they're not. They can't this is, because you you wouldn't have made it far enough in the book because you're you know God late eighties early nineties. There's transgender characters. There's gay characters. There's mm-hmm. black characters. There's I you know every complaint quote unquote these people have. It's in the book, so I don't. The Doll's House arc is like 
15 to 20% less gay than the comic version. <laughs> and it's still one of the gayest things that they've ever put on television. Right. But like, yeah, 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 like yeah. it's just, it, those, those, the, the people that he's responding, God bless him. But also what just stop, don't, you don't have to fight with these people yeah, because they're yeah. all arguing in bad faith. They're sure, all coming sure. at this from a terrible point of view. And look, th- there is a small part of me that like, I would love to see death, the, 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 com- the comic version in live action of course right but any change you know again he's coming in and saying look we're making these changes for certain reasons and i'm like okay cool like that's fine he's really she is magnetic and joyful in the same way that the comics version is so the only things i watched prior to watching the show was when uh, at comic-con they released a couple um of of the scenes from that episode because that was my one big fear of I, Sam, man, you can do all the characters. I don't think there's too many characters you can, you can mess up. Death is a tough one. She's a very unique character, and yes. I wanted to see how they played her. So I actually did watch those scenes. She's perfect. Like, yeah, she's that, that was peak Sandman for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the yes. TV show. Absolutely. Yeah, she's so good. She's so good. Um, John, what about you? We, I mean, we talked about Calliope a little bit. Did they it, any Any choices that they made that you really don't agree with? No, no. And, you know, the differences were subtle for the most part, um, and they were reasonable differences for subtle as they were for the medium. Um, No, I I think they, um, other than I think a slightly mishandling of Calliope, um, you know, I respect what they were doing and it mostly worked. Um, I think it's been it's been spot on. And I start, you know, you start thinking ahead to the stories you 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 hope they do. You can't wait to see. Uh, there's there's just so many, especially those. Well, the one offs is what I always I always think of. Mm-hmm. I need Midsummer's Night Dream to be a movie. I need that oh, to be yeah. like a two hour long Netflix special because that that it's funny because the one offs always end up being the arcs that I, or the stories that I kind of think more, fo- not, not more fondly of, but, ha- but have a, a, a stronger uh, kind of emotional attachment to Midsummer's Night Dream, uh, issue 50, issue 75, the final issue with, with uh, yeah. Shakespeare. Like uh, they're, they're incredible done in one or done in two uh, issues or kind of oversized issues. Um, Midsummer Night Dream needs to be like, they need like that needs a theatrical release. They need to do that and just blow it out and make it a full fantasy Shakespearean two hour long, you know, hour 40 drama and just, just go for it. Uh, I'd be shocked if anybody who was a fan of the original series was not chomping at the bit (laughs) to see that particular story. Yep. Yep. I mean, you'll see, you'll see. Um, There, the groundwork is laid for them to do that. So I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm in the same boat. I can't think of anything that I watched this season where I question the choice that they made. Um, and I, I really like kind of as, as I was working my way through the season, I texted um, my editor at Den of Geek. I'm like, am I just in a really good mood or is this incredible? And he's like, no, it's incredible. Is this, yeah. this, they, they've, they could not have done a better job of adapting this book. Yeah. So, and, and I, I also, I 
do want to say I don't think that this show could have gotten made without Good Omens, without no, Gaiman figuring out how to how to do TV stuff. You I know? bet you're right about that. I think you're right. So, uh, all right, well, we're running up on time. Any final thoughts on the show? Uh, Netflix needs to completely change its viewing model and release things once a week to maximize, uh, uh, to retain um, subscription numbers longer and to give people reasons to talk about shows for longer than one day uh, and uh, and have four more seasons of, of Sandman. I, I, think, I think four actually would work. I think they can do it in four with the specials kind of in between because how far they go in this first series, I feel like maybe, maybe five makes 17. sense. They get to like 17. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like five obviously would make the most sense, kind of two books per season. But if they really need to cut some time, I could see that we do it in four. Uh, also, I require a Sandman Mystery Theater television show as well. Thank you. I can deal with that. That would be what? my first That would be my first pitch. If, if, if David Zaslav is standing in front of me and I get one wish, Sandman Mystery Theater TV show. Just spin it right out of this. We could just have Netflix make all of the old 90s Vertigo shows. I. I would, uh, that would be, that would be the happiest day of my life. <laughs> that's is magic, right? That, like, all, and they, and here's the thing. They could, they could, all those Sandman related shows, books of magic, books of fairy, house of secrets, house of mystery. I mean, I know those are come from before, but, but the vertigo version sort of come out of right. Sandman. Hmm. Um, Hellblazer with or with Joanna Constantine, right? With Jennifer I mean, be incredible. Um, yep. Yeah, I Sandman Mystery Theater. I require all of these. That's, oh hell, let's just have wish. a Vertigo streaming service. <sighs> uh, yes, I with Netflix. I'd be down. I don't, with it. I don't understand why DC didn't already do that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that is my hope. Amen. That is my hope. All right, John. Final thoughts. I got no final thoughts. No, you got you're, nothing. You're too mountainous. Uh, I would like here. to see. I I am looking forward to some of the uh, more Lovecrafty stuff. I mean, Gaiman is so Lovecraft. You know, something like um, uh, oh, uh, the Tale of Two Cities. Yeah, I want to see that because that's just too weird. So I want to see. Uh, you know, like that dude. That's where he comes from. Is is all that Lovecrafty and stuff, and so much of it pops up in the series even the visuals right like this is i i, I know we're, we're down to last thoughts but like there were it wasn't gray it wasn't drab it wasn't boring it like the 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 dreaming was beautiful and it was lush and expansive i love that they did an animated episode to add you know a little bit of context and texture even if it was weirdly rotoscoped at times um <laughs> It was like, I, I, my final thought is make a lot more of this. Just keep it going. It was, yeah. um, it was excellent. It was really outstanding. So, uh, Ryan, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, comicsconspiracy.biz. If you like to buy comic books, I, that's our website. You can go there. We ship all the time. We've been putting up a ton of books on there. Yeah, it's all our in-store stock stuff, but we've been doing all sorts of other stuff so we're a comic store in sunnyvale california if you're out in the west coast come say hello uh on twitter ryan higgins ryan um i'm always talking some nonsense on there so <laughs> uh, and i have shopped from comics conspiracy in the past it's been it was an outstanding experience despite nice. living all the way across the country 
COVID. Love to have you on sometime to talk about comic stores. Yeah, um, of course. And how you actually do that? How they're doing? How they how they uh, keep alive? Why they don't? What yeah. the future is? I think that'd be an awesome talk. Oh, I've got I've got I've got all sorts of thoughts on that. COVID was. No, uh, obviously a topic for another conversation, but yeah. boy, did COVID change a lot of stuff. Go, surprising, weird kind of silver lining to a really terrible situation. Uh, <laughs> comic stores are in a real interesting position right now. It's 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 been weird. It's been a weird couple of years. Uh, very, go. I, I got nothing else to say, but a weird couple of years. So we do need to do that episode. Actually, we should put it on the schedule for like October, November. <sighs> so, I'm down. I'm down. What I can have a real political conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. This was a wonderful conversation. Oh, thanks for having me uh, on. It's great. Check out Ryan's podcasts and check out Ryan on Twitter because there is definitely nonsense there. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs>